Alors, allons focusser sur les gens. Ils Ils Aderi anuba, o gwolonu yo faran nou ayere, o de ma dara foun, ma bolo ke lan touro, la aroy bo shin bomi, mou yin ba esore a wunye ti wambe ko le ribi joko si, to ba de mbo, o di po lo fix max ye o, o di ouro yi, o selye lodi. Fou adura ati, bani ni yon ju, ekpe baba wa ni no luwa, si ori e roy bani soro yi, 090-81-200-200. 090-81-200-200. Back on all, Testimony Prophetic Link, Lori Facebook, Ati Baba Testimony 123, Lori Instagram, Jesu Lolua. Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. forgot how to be the kind of person that you asked me to be I forgot how to see love in everything I forgot totally my brother say you love me I love him too my mom call me honey I call him But my neighbor no like me, I hate them too A man call me stupid, I call him fool Cause I forgot how to love The way you asked me to Remind me, remind me how To love
33 minutes can pass 7 a.m. is your feel good radio. Fresh one at 7.9 FM a Bogota. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Today, Thursday, the 18th of March 2021. Hope your Wednesday night was a great one. It was a cold one. It's a cold morning as well. And a number of us uh, labored to get out of bed this morning uh, to prepare the kids for school or to get ourselves ready for work as well. Uh, we should do very best uh, this uh, Thursday. Uh, whatever you're doing today, please be safe. If you're leaving the kids at home, uh, make sure that you're leaving them in the right hands. Provide all they need uh, for those kids that will, for one reason or the other, uh, it'll be going out, put the face masks in their bags, let them understand why they have the face masks uh, on and why they have a sanitizer in their bag, rather. Remind Me, that's a song by Simi, kickstarting things this morning. Song chronicles some of the things happening in our environment. Um, she's talking about how she only, um, or how that individual, that character in the song, only loves herself and some of the people around her immediate family. But then are those that, you know, you could call strangers, those that are neighbors, uh, those that are, are uh, you know, uh, you know, next street neighbors and the likes don't get the same love. Uh, and that, that's that's somewhat the situation we are in in our society these days. Uh, a lot of selfishness. Uh, some people do not even um, care about people who are even in their immediate families. Talk less of those who are a long way from them. A uh, lot of selfishness, a lot of people doing things, uh, not minding what their actions or their inactions are causing other people around them. And um, some of the things we see around a fallout of the lack of love, lack of compassion, or should I say the loss of love or loss of compassion in our society. I hope we find it again. I hope we get back to those good old times. I've had stories of our great we used to be as human beings of our grade we used to be as uh, compassionate human beings it's still around in some people i hope uh, we find it more time to take a look at the headlines on the dailies this morning freshly pressed this thursday and fresh 107.9 fm at Berkuta. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. This is where we'll take a look at the headlines every morning from 7 to 8 o'clock. Wale Bakar is my name. Uh, just, uh, you usually hear the voice of Rolake Bello this morning, but I'm sure uh, you get to listen to her uh, from next week. But this morning, uh, let's have some great time together uh, on the program. The Punch, The Guardian, The Tribune, The Premium Times, The Pampishing Newspaper, some of the options available to us uh, this morning. Quite a number of headlines to look out for.
and um, getting to mention in some of these headlines and then we of uh, course uh, get to uh, talk extensively about some of them remember at fresh fm i built on twitter that's where you drop your contributions and uh, we'll be glad to hear from you this uh, morning i will definitely talk to you about phone lines so uh, much later on on the program uh the punch this morning boldly written experts capet federal government over 568.5 billion naira vote to repair loss making portacot refinery uh, it's right there on the punch uh, this morning. The approval was done by the Federal Executive Council yesterday. It's on many of the dailies. We'll get into that in a moment. Asset declaration, focus on bank MDs. Others, workers reply EFCC. Boko Haram attacks Yobe community. Oist flag in military base. It's also on the punch. Court remands Ekiti man for stealing cooked rice phones. There's also Southwest Edda's farmers clashes. Cases of terrorism, Yoruba leaders, that's on the punch as well uh, this morning. External reserves dropped by $52.3 million in two weeks. It's right there as well uh, this morning on the punch. Jumbo Pay, Senate faults labor, Eurofi backs wage bill. Uh, that is another uh, on the punch to look out for uh, this morning. Uh, there are a number of others on many of the dailies. The Guardian this morning says PDP panel wants contest for presidency thrown open. Uh, that's on The Guardian this morning. Um, NCDC says COVID-19 not over, rests hope in vaccine. Uh, there's also work to commence on burnt airport link bridge match ending. Uh, it's right there on The Guardian as well. DPR. Operators agreed to sell petrol at approved depots for 148 Naira 17 Kobo. Federal government considers new technologies for Goni cleanup. It's right there on The Guardian as well. Southern Middle Belt leaders give terms for continued stay in Nigeria. Is another to look out for on The Guardian this Thursday. The sports page of The Guardian says Orlando Pirates beat Aimba 2-1 to add Confederation Cup Group. Uh, that was Aimba's second game in the group. Remember, they uh, they won their first game. Yes, 2-1. It was against, um, was a team now, Ali Benghazi here from Libya. Uh, but they lost yesterday 2-1 away at South Africa. Uh, it's on The Guardian uh, this morning. The Tribune also with that report. Nigeria records 187 COVID-19 infections. Total now 161,261 is on The Tribune uh, this morning. Italy caught, acquits any, shell and all defendants. In Nigeria, graft case. That's on the Tribune as well this morning. Non-oil exports. Nigeria has a lot to contribute to the international markets. That's according to the executive director of the Nigeria Export Promotion Council, Mr. Shegun Awolo, is on the Tribune as well uh, this morning. Tanzania's president dies age 61. After health rumors, that's on the Tribune as well. It's on a number of the dailies as well this morning. PDP committee wants 2023 presidential ticket based on merit. It's on the Tribune as well. Uh, as a follow-up uh, meeting yesterday, it's on many of the dailies. Nigerian Army rescues 10 persons kidnapped at Kaduna Airport. Uh, it's on the Premium Times. Italian court acquits Shell any. Uh, that's in the Malabu situation. It's right there on the Premium Times. Federal Executive Council approves $1.5 billion for repair of Port Accord refinery. 
is also on the Premium Times. Ex-Jam Registrar or Jering Day arrested, detained over alleged 900 million Naira fraud. It's right there on the Premium Times as well this morning. There is also uh, the uh, story from uh, Kwara State. Uh, Lauren yesterday, Ijab controversy turns bloody as Muslim Christian parents clash in Kwara school. It's right there uh, on the Premium Times as well uh, this morning. Ogo government receives kidnapped students. Uh, is on the Pempushin newspapers. Uh, the, that's the students of the Labsiyonobanja University. Ogun government receives rescued kidnapped students uh, is on the Pempushin newspapers. Uh, there's also uh, this one coming from Oyo State um, 2023. Okay. Um, appears I can't get it old of that. Okay. I'm not afraid of losing 2023 election, says Governor Mackinde is on the Pempushin newspapers as well. There's police arrests, alleged serial killer in Ogun State. Uh, is also on the pen pushing newspapers this morning. Quite a number of headlines uh, to look out for this morning. We'll take a very quick break and return to get talking. Don't go anywhere. For area eh? hey, then they call me Baba 22. If you look my JC number 22, my keyplate number and call 22. My house number, of course. I decack for number 22. Hey, but you sabi waiting really made then they call me Baba 22. Uh-huh. Now because I the groove 22 times bonus on top every recharge. Yes, so if you don't tell where you use your glow line, reactivate now, make you be gay. You on go get 22 times bonus on top every recharge in the pet to reactivate your glow line unlimited Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Thursday on Fresh 107.9 FM at At Fresh FM at is where you drop your contributions via Twitter. Uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. Uh, let's um, start this morning. The Punch has this report. Experts carpet federal government over 568.5 billion naira votes to repair loss-making Port Accord refinery. Uh, it's on the Punch uh, this uh, morning. 
the report about the Federal Executive Council approval is on many of the dailies. The Premium Times uh, says Federal Executive Council approves $1.5 billion for repair of Port Harcourt refinery. Uh, it's right there. But uh, reading from the punch this morning, uh, experts capped federal government over 565.5 billion naira vote to repair loss-making Port refinery. Uh, comes with the riders, projects wasteful, senseless. Government beating dead us, say economists. There's also Newpeng Union comment government seek private sector participation. Now, the Federal Executive Council on Wednesday approved the plan by the Minister of Petroleum Resources to rehabilitate the Port Harcourt refinery with $1.5 billion. The decision was taken at the weekly meeting of the council presided over by President Mohamed Buhari. However, some experts in separate interviews with punch correspondents faulted the move by the government, describing it as wasteful and senseless. The Minister of State for Petroleum Resources, Tim Presilva, disclosed this to State House correspondents at the end of the meeting as the presidential villa. He said the contract for the rehabilitation was awarded to an Italian company, Technimot Spa, which is said won the bid. Silva said the firm specializes in maintenance of refineries. In Naira terms, uh, the $1.5 billion repair cost amounts to 568.5 billion Naira using the official exchange rate. At the investors exporters window of the foreign exchange market, the dollar exchange for, exchanged for 379 Naira on Wednesday. The CBN also quoted the same on its website. However, it went for 483 Naira on the parallel market. Now, the Portacot refinery Generated total revenue of 10.33 billion naira from 2015 to 2019, according to its 2019 audited financial statement. Well, um, the report has the figures, uh, the amount generated from the Padako refinery in the last couple of years. The refinery generated zero revenue in 2019, uh, 1.46 billion naira in 2018, 4.82 billion in 2017, and 3.37 billion in 2016. And then 683.52 million naira in 2015. That's according to this report. Uh, well, according to the minister, the fund for the rehabilitation would be raised from three sources. That's the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation's IGR, a budgetary allocation, and the Afrexim Bank. Um, he says that the first phase of the uh, rehabilitation will be completed in 18 months. And according to him, this will take the refinery to a production of 90% of its nameplate capacity. Well, a number of reactions have trailed that uh, announcement by the minister following the FEC meeting yesterday. Uh, on the point this morning, an economist with the Lagos Business School, Dr. Bongo Adi, said the rehabilitation was not a wise decision considering the current circumstances facing the present administration, which was redoubled in debt. He said it is not a wise decision because on the one hand, we have government apping on budget deficit. There has been discussion on how to plug that deficit. Then on top of that, we have foreign account deficit where our exports are way less than our imports, which is part of the reason why the exchange rate is taking a huge knock currently. Government is in a very difficult situation to fund budget and provide basic needs for the people. So looking for avenues to do uh, to perform another obligation may be costly. Um, he says, although... When you, um, uh, the former chairman, Petroleum Club, Lagos, Dr. Godwin Yetu, also expressed concern that the rehabilitation of the refinery will take almost four years, saying it doesn't make sense. How much does it take to build one new refinery? He asks. Uh, well, um, for the likes of Nupeng, uh, Petrol Products Retailer, Retail Outlets Owners Association of Nigeria, that's another union, 
uh, they believe government is taking the right step in the right direction. They are asking uh, for private sector participation. It's a long read anyway. It's on the punch this morning. You'll find it on many of the dailies, the Premium Times as well with our report. Uh, says experts carpet federal government over 568.5 billion naira votes to repair loss-making Portacot refinery. Uh, comes with the riders. Project wasteful, senseless. Government beating dead us. Say economists that there is new bank union commend government seek private sector participation uh those are some of the reactions i've trailed in mr Darryl falari is with me this thursday he's the editor of the nigerian gateway good morning to you sir morning. Uh, thank you for joining the program this morning um you came in right as i was uh, taking a peep into that report on the punch about the approval made by the federal executive council yesterday it's everywhere this morning it's been getting a number of reactions um naturally uh, because of the uh, number of things we've said about our refineries and how we need them to work, it would be very great news uh, normally uh, to hear that we are making plans to rehabilitate them. But unfortunately for us in this part of the world, um, uh, spelling out plans does not necessarily mean that in some months, in some years, we begin to see the results because we've seen that happen over time. Uh, for some people, that's saying it's pointless, uh, this new vote to the uh, Potakot refinery. Some say... Is this a right step in the right direction? Uh, personally, I, you know, the other day when we were discussing, mm. I said that they should go for modular refineries, mm. which are smaller and, uh, you know, more effective. That refinery, the Portacot refinery was built over 40-something, 40-50-something years ago. So the technology is obsolete. So it, maybe there's, they, they are going to a, a total, complete overhaul. Mm. You know, maybe if they have gone for something smaller, modular refineries, you know, smaller, effective and then we will we, we have, is a problem about refining we, know we have to refine our petroleum products ourselves somehow, you know they, they, they are doing it in the creeks, the crude way they are mm. doing it and they, but, so that's why we should, we should have gone for smaller, modular refineries, you know, we, which will not cost as much, you know, that Portacot refinery and all the refineries have been conduit pipe for siphoning funds. Mm. So that's why people are knocking it. That is it's like knocking a dead dead horse. So I think government should well, it's, it's been taken. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but, but how are you hopeful? Because uh, for, for a number of Nigerians, it is about uh, expectation. It's about trusting government enough to know this will be done. Um, are you hopeful that we will get the result? Um, are you Are you scared that this might be another situation of us pumping in a lot of money? And then some years back, some years later, we'll be talking about how it's not working still. Yeah, that's that's the much I've said that uh, we should have gone for the modular refineries. You know, it's just like the Ajaukuta steel project too, that we are still knocking our heads on. You know, something that was done in the 70s, late 70s, and we are still saying it will work, pumping money into it. You know, that, that, that was a cartoon done years back, you know, where the furnace was burning. And we were stoking the furnace with naira, naira mm. notes and mm. pounds and everything. So this is also like that too, you know. Projects that are not uh, that are now being termed white elephants, we should ignore. Go for smaller modular refineries that can be effective, that can be faster, you know, that, that refines product faster, effectively, more than these old ones that have been there, you know, that are obsolete. Uh, the Paracord Refinery uh, was founded in 1965. That's so many years ago. Uh, but 51 years ago. Uh, the, 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 56 years yes, ago. The, the, um, the, uh, the um, River State Governor, I uh, was saying yesterday, says it won't jubilate yet. 
as far as that approval about the federal government is concerned. Uh, the man is waiting to see what will come out of it. Uh, that's the you could argue that's the position of in, a lot of Nigerians. Uh, yes, the federal government say they've approved. Uh, question is, will it be done? Uh, will the funds be available? Uh, the uh, Minister of State for Petroleum Resources was saying yesterday that uh, they're looking at the NNPCIGR, they're looking at um, a budgetary allocation, and as well, uh, they'll be looking at the Afrexim Bank to get some more money. Uh, a lot has been said about how indebted we are already as a country. A lot has been said about how much money we do not have. So there's, there's just a number of people who are also skeptical about the funds uh, being available uh, for this. But uh, we don't know whether this will, will... The hope, of course, is that this will turn out well. But when you speak to the vast majority of people, uh, there's just that skepticism uh, as far as how well it could turn out. But we'll see how it goes. It's right there on many of the dailies. Uh, federal government approves $1.5 billion for repair of Podakot refinery. Uh, if you go by the current exchange rate or what the exchange rate was yesterday uh, at the CBN official rate, uh, that's about $56.5 billion naira. It's right there on a number of the dailies uh, this morning. Uh, there's the continued talks about the uh, minimum wage uh, negotiation. I remember there are efforts uh, looking at removing it from the executive legislative list to the concurrent legislative list. That, of course, has been um, uh, fought back. Uh, Labour has been fighting back, saying that it's not something they will take. Jumbo Pay, Senate faults Labour, Euro 5 backs wage bill. Is also on the punch this morning. The Senate on Wednesday faulted the call by organized labor for the introduction of differential wage for political office holders in the country. The chairman of the Senate Committee on Media and Public Affairs, Senator Ajibola Bashir, who stated this in an interview, urged labor unions to stop comparing the minimum age, wage issue with political office holders' pay. The organized labor, during a meeting with the House of Reps leaders in Abuja on Tuesday, had asked the National Assembly to decentralize wage system of political office holders based on the incomes of their states. The call was made as part of workers' opposition to a bill which seeks to transfer minimum wage negotiations from the exclusive legislative list to the concurrent list. Um, when it becomes law, uh, the bill, which passed the second reading at the House in Fe on February the 23rd, will enable states to negotiate their own minimum wage and determine what they can pay. Uh, Labour uh, said uh, if that is something that the National Assembly is looking at, they should start restructuring the wage system with political office holders whom they said and humongous salaries. The Senate spokesperson Bashir on Wednesday said there could be a national template for a minimum wage but that insisting that all states must pay the same salaries to their workers was unrealistic based on the current economic reality. Uh, on the issue of differential wage for political office holders, Bashir said the Nigeria Labour Congress should come up with what is in the best interest of their members and not to make comparison that is not even applicable at all. He says, for me as a federalist, I believe that every state should be able to have its own autonomy to fix the wages of its workers, but it does not mean that there should be a national standard which is represented by the national minimum wage. Well, you can find the rest of what he had to say. Uh, the Kaduna State Governor also yesterday supported the differential wage bill, saying it was part of the restructuring agenda of the APC. Uh, interestingly, uh, the uh, uh, organized labor, had, I think it was on Tuesday, uh, subtly alleged that the Kaduna State Governor might have been one of those sponsoring the bill uh, seeking to remove the um, minimum wage negotiation from the executive um, legislature, from the exclusive legislative list. Now, the, the, the arguments have been laid down on the table. For Labour, they're saying there is no such thing as you cannot afford to pay 30,000 naira, for example. States should be able to afford it. 
Uh, if you can't afford it, you, you've you been able to afford, you know, monies for political office holders, your aides, commissioners, and the likes. And they say, uh, if, if you want to start um, this uh, wage structure um, uh, rejig, started with the political office holders, about the lawmakers earners according to what their state <laughs> can afford. And that is something the lawmakers never want to hear. We had the Senate spokesperson talking yesterday saying it's not even applicable at all. Well, the wage issue is uh, is like uh, trying to change the goalposts. You know, they agreed that there will be a minimum wage. Mm. That was the standard. All states can now... No, nobody can pay below that. Below that minimum okay. wage. Okay. In, in the Western region, you know, the workers in the Western region used to earn higher than the minimum wage, you know, in the past. And there were states like Lagos and others who, who were paying more than the minimum wage you know it, it, it's a deregulated thing you know but there should be a bar you know that you should not go under because if you leave it like that some states can be paying 10 15 mm, mm. so that should be a bar you know that should be a national minimum wage that you should not go you know below so states that can that have money can also pay higher and then you know about free funds you know political uh appointees, you know, they are earning what other people call armed robber salaries, you know, so I mean, it's not commensurate with what the normal worker would earn, and so people are now thinking that, you know, they should get paid on uh, maybe um, how, do you, how, do you, how do you say it now, maybe when they come, when they come for meetings, sitting allowances, rather than having salaries. Mm. Some have said the job should be temporary, some have said yeah. it should be part-time, and, uh, like, and so. they should be earning sitting allowances, allowances, you know. So, so rather than having this, what they call arm robber salaries, you know. So, I mean, I, I, the, the, the workers should be well remunerated. You know, the workers are a key factor in the productive process, Process, you know, because it's, the wealth of the nation is actually with the workers, the, 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 the human resources. Mm. You know, so they, they should be well remunerated. Living wages should be paid. You know, come to think about it, even 30,000 naira, what can that do for you? It can't take you anywhere. And it, be, it, com- it becomes very surprising when we've seen uh, the extent of the uh, of our inadequate, the, even what we call the national minimum wage is. It becomes interesting that there are states that are looking for an avenue to have it reduced or to uh, say we can't be compelled to pay that amount. We can't afford it. Uh, and the, the argument for labor is you are saying you can't pay your workers, but you earn the same salary as yeah. the governor from Lagos, yeah. or as the governor from yeah. Rivers, for example. Yeah, they do. That's uh, part of the uh, selfishness, you know, of the political elites. We are saying that uh, they should uh, at least consider the common man, you know, consider the common man. Free funds, it's, it's, it should be sacrificial, you know. When you're serving, you should be ready to make sacrifices, you know. This is this is what we should be conversing now. You know, you don't go there. Don't just go there to come and feather your nest. Don't go there. People were non-entities before, become political appointees, and they, they become suddenly rich overnight. So I mean, these this, these are the narratives that we used to have. Let's change the narrative. Let's go there to 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 to, to sacrifice. You know, I, I I recall when we were in the, the Nigerian Institute of Management. If you are interested in running for executive office. You will pay. You will pay your way. If, you, if the meeting is holding in Kano, you pay your tra- transport fare, you pay your accommodation, mm. and it's all... The, if, you, if you are serving, you are serving. If you are interested, you go down and, and serve. 
on this case they say they are serving but we are the ones <laughs> no, no the trouble in with our politics is yes they pay their way as well but they want to recoup the money <laughs> when they get there that's that's the trouble uh, well that, that, that that's what i'm saying that it should be service mm. and you when you are serving you don't expect to you know be be, be paid mm. you know for it you know so that's what i say people should be selfless it is the real the workers who are the real engine of the of, of the of the production process who should be well remunerated but but it appears like because for all the talks about uh the lawmakers for example every time there is something brought up about how much they earn how much it is uh, they just want to knock it off almost immediately and it appears like that is something that will be for a very long time no, the, the, it will change you know we all we need to do is to keep on keep at it keep you know let it be a a, a top issue on on the front burner you know people should continue to talk to talk about about it and there should be a, a, a advocacy you know for a reduction in their what they earn you know so that to free funds to do other things in, in the productive sector you know it's right there on the punch <laughs> this morning i'm sure it's a conversation that will continue uh, the uh, sponsor of the bill uh, is the Gaba Mohammed Dati. Uh, he says no one uh, pushed him to sponsor that bill. He looked at the situation and felt uh, we need to be able to make states pay what they want. Uh, for some of those are the proponents of the bill. I've argued we, we've been talking about restructuring. This is uh, 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 one of the restructuring that we are saying. But for Labour, they say it's very convenient to say. Why are you starting your restructuring with our salary? How about you start with so many other things? State police, uh, resource control. There's so many other things that can be attended to. But for some reason, it appears everyone is just taking care of uh, their own interests. Enlightened <laughs> self-interest. Mm. Yeah. Jumbo Pay, Senate faults Labour, Eurofire backs wage bill. It's right there on the punches on some of the other dailies as well this morning. Uh, there's a report about the agreement between the DPR and the operators is on the Guardian. DPR operators agree to sell petrol at approved depots for 148 Naira 17 Kobo. NCDC says COVID-19 not over. Rests open vaccine. It's right there on the Guardian as well. The latest COVID numbers you'll find on the Tribune. Uh, Nigeria records 187 new COVID-19 infections. Total now 161,261. It's right there on the Tribune. Uh, there's been a reduction in the number of cases reported daily. In fact, I think the day before yesterday, the country reported the lowest uh, daily figures since November. Uh, 187 reported yesterday. Uh, but the talks continue over the uh, FKC, the safety of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, the NCDC, they're saying the COVID-19 is still very much with us. Uh, the NCDC DG was uh, on a visit to Enugu State yesterday. And part of the things he said was that the coronavirus disease was not over, uh, saying that the vaccine is a new tool that will go along with preventing the spread of the disease. Uh, the debate continues not just in Nigeria, worldwide, as regards the safety. I was listening to the UK Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, yesterday, talking about how they believe uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine is safe, or the vaccine is generally safe. Uh, the Navdak DG was on TV yesterday saying, Yes, there's been some side effects, uh, not just with AstraZeneca, even the Pfizer, Moderna, a number of countries using them have uh, um, talked about um, side effects. Uh, but the um, the benefits far outweigh the risk. And they're saying, for that reason, uh, we cannot afford to stop vaccination. Although, you, could, you would listen to some other people who have already always been hesitant as far as the vaccines are concerned. And there's really nothing you can say to them. Yeah, at the all, all drugs, you really have side effects. 
whatever there are those there are all drugs have mm-hmm. side effects so this side effect that they are saying quote and unquote you know is differs from individuals just some people have been saying aches you know mm-hmm. just like the aches mm-hmm. and all those things but you know i think this one is a bit uh, better than what we used to have in the 70s you know that one will become a sore you know you will have the people who have the scars you know you still see them around mm-hmm. on their on their Kill shoulders so, i think it's uh, we, we we just have to you know take the vaccine you know because covid-19 is still very much around mm-hmm. i lost a friend 3 days ago in ibadan really to covid-19 he works in uch wow. <laughs> so please people shouldn't think that it's over it's still there and this is something that is if the vaccine is there to help you know so so we should feel free to take the vaccine but but do do you think government is doing enough as far as um, advocacy and um, letting people understand uh, that uh, because yes we talk about the safety we talk about the questions which you would understand why there are questions being asked by people uh, but, but do you think government is doing enough as regards advocacy and letting people understand is the doing enough government is doing enough but right from the get go you know people have been skeptical mm. in fact there was a time people are saying that that there's nothing like covid-19 there's nothing like this that is just a hoax and everything but you know we shouldn't we should stop that you know this is this is health these are numbers these are people you know fatalities people you know hmm. and some that you don't even know but you know you it, it, people should go and take the vaccine many people are taking it and you know f- since it started in august state about a week ago now many have many people have taken it and they are, they are fine they are okay it's not as if uh, we are seeing any um any any effect that hmm. is uh, drastic or any casualties fatalities so people should should do that. Well, uh, just before we get to talk to you, uh, let's um, uh, talk some politics uh, this morning uh, on the dailies. I saw this report uh, with the uh, the Pempishi newspaper saying, "I'm not afraid of losing 2023 elections." Uh, that's the Oyo State Governor Shey uh, who has declared that he was not afraid of losing the 2023 governorship election in the state, adding that the electorate will determine his fate on that and not any godfather. Pembishin reports that Makinde made this known all speaking during the Pan-Yoruba Congress held at the Mapol Ibadan, the state capital, adding that it is on record that he had earlier contested governorship elections in 2007, 11, and 15 respectively, but could not make it then. In his words, I quote, if the people of Ayosid ask me to leave office as, as governor today, I won't hesitate to leave the office. Let me tell you here today, I don't have a political father. It was God who made me governor and not human being. I fear only God and not any human. No matter how powerful a man is, I cannot fear him. Uh, Permission for that reports that the governor will play to support all the agenda of the Pan-Yoruba Congress and development of Yoruba Nation emphasize that he fears nobody except God, stressing that only God <laughs> supported him to become governor because he has no political godfather. Uh, the rest of it is there. I'm not afraid of losing 2023 election, says Governor McIndale. We know what's been happening in Oyo State. Uh, there's been some talks about uh, he made some promises to us. Uh, he's reneged on them. I didn't make any promises to anybody. And uh, What he's saying now is similar to what we started hearing. Uh, was it in Edo? Ahead uh, of the Edo yeah, elections. The election. And we know what happened there. Uh, but we know uh, that most governors in this part of the world must have had some godfathers uh, before <laughs> becoming governors. Whether they shed those godfathers after is a different ballgame entirely, though. It's when a gun is being held to your head mm. that you talk like that. You know, maybe they are trying to get him to do some things that he is not willing to do. Mm. 
So if there is being threatened, that's why I say to hell with uh, 2023. That's that should be the, the 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 mindset really, you know, because who knows who will be who will be around in 2023. Mm. It's only God that can determine that. So 2023 is still far. And uh, so I think it's a given saying that it doesn't care. It is <laughs> what will be, will be. Mm. It is uh, who, whoever God wants to be there that will be there in 2023. So uh, <laughs> that's still a long way off. But what is telling them indirectly is that, hey, don't push me. Yeah, incidentally, talking of 2023, The Guardian, The Tribune, a number of the dailies with a report from the PDP committee meeting yesterday says PDP panel wants contest for presidency thrown open. Um, asks party to increase agitation for restructuring, set aside positions for youth women. Uh, it's right there on The Guardian. Uh, it's also on The Tribune. says uh, PDP committee wants presidential ticket based on merit. Uh, it's right there as well. Uh, virtually uh, the major parties beginning to talk about uh, jettisoning the zoning arrangement somewhat. And now they are saying it has to be based on merit. Uh, well, uh, wait, wait, if you if you if you if you talk to the politicians, they'll read a lot more into this uh, than what we might normally say. A lot of us would say, "Well, that is what it should be. People should get the position based on the fact that they can't deliver, not because of where they are from." But the politicians will tell you something different when you talk to them. Even apart from politicians, you know that where you come from matters. Mm. You know, they, I mean, the not has been there now for close to six, seven, six, six years. So the power should shift down. That's, that has been the game, mm. you know, between the North and the South. And statements of this nature will be seen by some as a ploy to retain power in a particular part of the country. That's, 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 that's the thing, you know. That's also that fifth, those fifth colonists are there, you know, who want to retain power by subterfuge. That's, that's also going on. You know that there is a certain person that has been going around too mm. saying he wants to contest too mm. <laughs> so this is part of power play you know it's just the, you know you keep talking you know playing the mind game you know but we really know that when it comes to when push comes to shove it will be power must come down south come 2023 We'll see how it goes. Ogun government receives rescued kidnapped students. It's on the Pampishing newspapers as well. Uh, the students were uh, released on Tuesday night. Or they, uh, we, or at least we heard they were released on Tuesday night. Uh, they met with the government officials yesterday. Uh, the good thing is the Commissioner for Health was also there saying they've been checked. Uh, they are fine. Yeah, I was at the press conference. Oh, great. Yesterday uh, evening. And um, they, they, they looked fine. They looked fine. Though but then the, the issue is always psychological. Yeah, yeah, traumatized and they said they've, they've done some tests for them and they've vaccinated them again, mm. giving them um, the COVID vaccine not, not COVID the one for rabies okay, okay. because they had cuts okay so they've done that and uh, the, the, the family too the, the father and the mothers were there and the the, the, the it's essentially about avoiding a reoccurrence uh, matters like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, although we see it happening across other pa- over there, uh, across, you know, in other parts of the country. But uh, this is uh, this is a signal uh, yeah, for us the, to be like, careful. Like the really. governor said, you know, the, the, the governor and through his commissioners, mm-hmm. you know, the commissioner for education said that the, the schools have been placed on high alert, and uh, even the commissioner for. Uh, education, yes, Commissioner for Education says schools are being pleased to increase their security, you know, and then people should try and, you know, come in early, you know, mm. avoid night journeys and night travels and all the rest. So, whatever you are going to do, be security conscious, you know. 
All right. Uh, hopefully, uh, we do not have to, you know, because it must have been a lot of pain for the parents, for the girls, their loved ones. The, the, the father of one of the girls said that uh, he lost his sanity momentarily when mm. he learned that uh, his daughter <laughs> had been kidnapped. kidnapped. Yeah. So it's it's that bad. At Fresh FM, I built on Twitter is where you drop your contributions. Quite a number of them in already. We'll get to the phone lines in a moment. 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. There's also 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Reverend Zakaria on Twitter says, Good morning, Nigerians. Uh, rehabilitation of our refinery. What a good news. He goes on to say, I pray we succeed. But Adam Lola says the, refi- the repair of PH refinery is a great idea, but sincerely, the cost is huge. How much will it cost to build a modular refinery? We know many companies that got approval for repair of Lagos about Expressway 2, but see the whole thing now. Honestly, uh, he says honesty, yes, is all we need. Uh, Shegun Bogi says Nigeria is a complete scam, while our leaders, <laughs> says some of them are professional scammers, says these guys promised us six years ago that they would build one refinery each year for four years only to come telling us they want to renovate one refinery and we nobody's sure it will be done before the end of this tenor. According to Camus, hopefully, not even only Podakot refinery will be rehabilitated, but, but all others for productivity. My worry is Madam Okonjo is already, has already posited that this may be too late. Uh, the world is looking towards renewable energy to power automobiles, he says. Well, uh, those are some of your thoughts. We'll get more in a moment. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Yeah, you have Solomon on the line. Good morning. Yeah, my name is Wale. Good morning. The other line, the 0818 yes, uh, triple one is off. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, we'll look into that. Just go ahead, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, quickly, um, I'm ready to face firing squad if I didn't perform by one of the candidates in 2023. Mm. Uh, Dori Okupe. So whether you saw that story. Go that ahead. That is what I can call Dori Ro. Look, I will tell you my reason that I say Dori Ro. If this current president has said, okay, I'm ready to face firing squad if I didn't perform one day, now you go go inside that solo, go arrest the man and take him to fire squad. And then maybe you to tell us another story. Well, actually, it was just figuratively speaking, not necessarily uh, actually fire squad, but uh, maybe we'll see the point you're making. Hello, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good morning. Good morning, Ali. Good morning. Good morning, Salani. My name is Paul Uni. I'm calling from Abelkuta. <laughs> And he's ready to say firing squad, Lori, you know? You know? This is how they do when they want to get public public office. It's, it's just a, a big lie. Everybody knows that. I totally agree with uh, Ferrari. Modular refineries is just the way to go. Give the states the power to do their own refineries. You don't need to ferry any any petroleum products from, uh, from Lagos to anywhere. Let them have their own refineries, pipeline to them with crude, and we are ready to go. Everything can do the refinery. That's what we should do, really. And then, when you know that the foundation of our crisis is the dollar, and then you earn in dollar, where do you get the naira to give the food? Why don't you share what you earn? Why don't you share dollars to them for dollar to pursue the naira? And then remove this demand on dollar. Make it less important. 
It is your mother you should fight for. You are fighting for the dollar. That is the, the, the basis of our crisis. God bless you all. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ani. Uh, very interesting model. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, hello, good morning, Mr. Wally. Good morning. Yeah, Talk I agree with the grace too. Good morning, morning. Uh, sir. Following from Mr. Gawili, one thing I want to put in this, uh, uh, what do you call the money for that they signed for the 1.5 uh, billion. billion dollars, uh, million dollars. Yeah. It's just that they are planning on EFCC to have another job in, in a couple of years again. You know, that is just the meaning. Because as it is now, that won't money to do a refinery for another four years. After they will leave, they will leave by maybe a couple of years. You understand now? So what 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 plan is that? You have tried something new. So why can't they do that with uh, uh, this is the smaller one? And we use that at least to to continue our life. This money now, if they if they invest on it, some people will take out of it, and ESCC will come again and be shadowing them and all along and along. They will be catching them, they are right. exposing them to or what is not. Thank you. Good morning. All right, Mr. Balon. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. I like you to recognize my name. I'm calling from Miracle in Odomori. Talk to us. The issue of spending on this refinery uh, again is a is a missing part. The planning for the next election. So, because for the past six years, you cannot do anything. You want to refine it in a, in a year and then go. So, please, you are wasting money too. What is the result of uh, the one you have been refined since all this? They are spending time on the gas refinery. Let them open up the refinery, so the, 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 the sector. Let the private people come in. This is the private sector. Thank you. Um his comments about you know the um protocol refinery situation. Uh, it, it just uh, you know uh Tells us ju- just what we've been talking about: the lack of trust, the distrust between you know the the lead and you know the leaders. Uh, everyone, you know, almost everybody's saying it's yes, they want to do it, but are we sure? The other the other caller was saying is his job for the FCC in some years. People have been raped severally by 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 government. You know, mm-hmm. they they promise us something, they don't deliver. You know, there's a there's a, there's that gap. You know, so once you can see a gov- a government that comes in and you know delivers on his promises that trust will be there but what what do you get what do you have in mm-hmm. the country a, a, a large lacuna you know between promises and uh, and reality or what they or what they deliver mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good morning good morning yes good morning good morning uh, good morning mr Rizmi. talk to us i ask people we are very, we are just too weak to take decisions. I don't think any other country of the world will take it. I think it is the only Nigeria that produces oil and they have crude in abundance that you can just dig well and you see the things coming out. And we cannot even have a, a, a refinery, a functional refinery. I think it's a shame to us. Jonathan, I said, we have a stranger willingness. 
if we have, if we actually have people from here that care of people, there's nothing that will happen to us that Nigeria will not have more than three, four, five refineries. We have, we have six structural refineries before now. Why? The more we have old, the more we need, the more we experience and everything goes down. Uh, All right, Mr. Arizona. Mr. Arizona. <laughs> All right, Mr. Arizona. Mr. Arizona is just, uh, I, I know you said you, you said this before. It's just one of those that are baffled by the situation in the country. And they, I've heard a number of Nigerians say, do we have, do we have our people, do we have Nigerians, you know, in position of power? But obviously we have Nigerians in position of power. But I understand why you are baffled and, um, you know, uh, you make such statement. But obviously we have Nigerians Hello? in, Good in positions. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Yes, from one road to me to another road to me, but my own road to me is Taiwo. Okay. Yes, from Adeputa. <laughs> All right, talk to us. Yes, we road to me, we rule the world. When we say anything, it, they are nothing but the oh. truth and nothing but the truth. I believe really? the other statement in the hands can, can be Yes, I, I wonder why the federal government cannot use police and alamity and use to resuscitate all our refineries. It's a pity that when nice oil was discovered in Nigeria, Muritala wanted to use trade by butter methods to build refinery in Nigeria, but some people crippled it. At the end of the day, that man just died just like that. There, there is corruption in the land. Most of our big wigs, they have refinery abroad. My brother, it cannot work. This uh, money they set aside for Potakot refinery resuscitation is another elaborate for the boys. Another elaborate for the boys. Go and write it down. Look at All what right. happened during the power project, during uh, one era. The money was squandered, $16 billion. What are we talking about? I beg you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. The skepticisms, the distrust. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. I'm from Adekuta. Good morning to you. Good morning. Kadari, good morning, sir. Good morning, brother. God bless you, sir. You see, in the face of disapproval of the vaccine from European countries, I want to beg, I beg again. Just because we have been, we have started witnessing uh, side effects now. People should please beware. That's one. And two, what a hijab crisis? I think um, these schools that are in the uh, public glare now are the missionary schools, mutually Christian schools, where we don't even need to have any kind of uh, losing trust and confidence in our governor. The governor there has caused all these problems that was coming up now, and I don't think that. Uh, well, um, and um, let us not judge, really. Um, you know, um, it's, a, it's a very tricky situation. Uh, whatever is happening in Kwara, as far as the job situation is concerned, and uh, incidentally, um, there's been there's been a um, was a there's been a court intervention as well on some of the cases. So I, I just leave it there. But to say one person is the reason behind the situation or the cause of the troubles, I'd, um, let us um, not do that. So please, thank you for your contribution. Um, I was going to say earlier your earlier comment about vaccines. Yes. Uh, is, is convenient for us to reference countries that have uh, altered the uh, rollout of the vaccine, but we also forget to mention there are a lot of other countries that have continued the rollout as well. So uh, let's not uh, fan whatever is our own uh, ambition or desire or uh, position uh, with the very convenient uh, point of some countries have altered the rollout. There are so many other countries that are still rolling it out, and you know uh, they say they are fine. Uh, anyway, 
Um, Akwede, Camille says, the jab controversy in Quara, if care is not taken, may not only inhibit peaceful coexistence, but also, but also affect academic performance of the students in the upcoming WIAC and NECO exams. Government should prevent the state from snowballing into religious crisis. Um, billionaire Jishafe says, um, no. I'll just I'll not take that. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, top of the morning to you, Wally. My question is: Wouldn't it be wiser to build a new refinery entirely, other than beating a dead horse? More so, shouldn't the government think to privatize the sector? That's Olusha Yogunso Dante. Those are interesting questions. I uh, will leave it there. Thank you very much, Mr. Darifolani. Thank you for your views this morning. My Highly pleasure. appreciated. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. We we'll return tomorrow, Friday, seven o'clock. Enjoy your Thursday. Please be safe. Wally Bakar is my name. Good morning. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Oro kan ti mo ma ngo lenu awon agbaladba bi mo se ni dagba die die ni le aye mi ni pe o ma nda keyan opomiledungbe laraka opomiledungbe ni pe un to nse lowo yi se otu e se oro pe o ni je ko mu nkan mi mo lai se pe boya nkan to loadi sofin ijoba to ye pe bo ba nwole lotun bo ba nwole losi bo ba nwole leniwa tin wole leyin ko le wo iyan ti mo so pe omo okunrin duro dede nu be yo se eyi o se omo baba oni bread lo ta nloro bo pe eh e da kun to yolo Oruko temi ni odun ba koluwa seun ti gbogbo amosi omo baba oni bready eh je kin kokodu pelo olohun fori ofe to fun wa atanfani to fun wa lati le ma dawun yan leko lesekese la den gbo testimony lenu awon eyan an gegebe ati mo ibi ta de ni loyin pe ati de orita ko ye wa mo ti ko si se nbo ni seun na wa business gone coronavirus ba yi opolopo business je to je pe gbogbo wa wa run pe ise wo la tule se lati le ma fi ri owo ni ojojumo la wa se wa so pe awon business kan wa ton ma pe ni evergreen business wa ni gba yen o wa ni sibule si mama re lo ni ise oni mo won so n pa yi ise bread ni e je ka wo npe bo se nse n gba yen o ti yato si ba je se nisin ati gbe awon irinse igbalode wa to je pe le bread ninu kitchen ni e le bread ninu shop oyo kan yen e le lo shop meji gan lati fi bere okay tabi iwo tin ro npe show o fe come mini modern bakery either small scale medium scale or large scale e je ka pade ni irole ola by 8 o'clock ma fi gbugbu asiri to won o le lo wo wo eyen fi set up now, kini awa fe koin ni dani le kon la to mbo yi, a ishe rwere ni le ishe wa, a ko in komaru po, ti a wun yon deli ma jeni ujo jumon, bi kini nomba wan afe koin beshi le ishe, orishi bread di meji la, bi coconut bread, sardine bread, wheat bread, fruit bread, honey bread, on butter bread, o makwe orishi meji la, yato sinya ma koin cake making and decoration, be ni, hot cake to wan tani sinye, cake making and decoration, ama koin ni pastries no ni ron ron, samusa spring grill, ice cream, biscuits, yogurt, bubo wan kombay la koko, ole ma sheni shop wo eyen o le ma se ninu kitchen ni eyen ko de ma ri owo lojojumo motivile se wa ni pe ka da ile kokon ke de bere se yen lesekese everything is possible ni le se wa now i mo ye benefit ni ama je ti abawa se fe join cooperative society wa ka ma fun ni 50000 gbe bere ni o abi e fe awon irinse te le ma so wo edie edie fodu meji because motive wa le continue pe e je ka training ki e de bere lesekese o possible idani leko yi elolo ma no wa 10000 naira ni owo idani because I want no more because I feel cool for me. Ten thousand.